Welcome to Teacher Talk with Chrissy Nichols, the podcast that offers real tools and real conversations to help you feel good about teaching and yourself again. As a teacher who has spent more than two decades in the classroom, I get it. I know you have a lot to do, so if you need help right now, book a free consult call at www.thechrissyconcept.com. That's the C-H-R-I-S-S-Y-C-O-N-C-E-P-T dot com. Now, let's get to the show. Hey, teachers, welcome to episode 27 of Teacher Talk. Today, I have a beautiful conversation with Padmashree Rita. She is a high school biology teacher. She mostly teaches 11th and 12th graders in an independent school. She grew up in India, moved to Singapore, and earned a PhD in molecular biology. After a 15-year career in cancer research, Rita just spent her first year teaching in an American high school. And she talks about how interesting it is to teach in a culture where she did not go to school. That was fascinating. In this conversation, we also talk about her own experiences coming to teaching, what brought her to teaching, the challenges she and other educators like her are facing, and her view of the importance of seeing a woman of color in science and STEM. You won't want to miss this conversation with Padmashree, who goes by Rita. So please stay tuned. Good afternoon, Rita. Thank you so much for coming to this episode, this conversation of Teacher Talk with Chrissy Nichols. As you know, I love to spotlight incredible teachers doing ordinary and extraordinary things, and you are one of those. So welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Chrissy, for having me. You are welcome. So tell everyone a little bit about you. Tell everyone your name and what you teach and just a bit of your background. They got a little bit at the beginning, but tell us about you. Who are you and what do you do? Yeah, hi. So I am a high school biology teacher. I teach at a private school in Salt Lake City called Roland Hall. And basically right now I'm teaching advanced topics in biology, which is mostly for 11th and 12th graders, as well as a year-long course called Small Systems Biology for 9th graders. And yeah, that's me. I, I was born and raised in India. I spent a big chunk of my life in Singapore. And here I am right now. I've, I was basically a cancer researcher for about 15 years. And during that time, you know, I had a lot of experience mentoring, teaching, coaching graduate students at master's and PhD level, and basically guiding them right from the inception of their research projects all the way to completion and publication and graduation. And I served a variety of roles as their coach, advisor, sometimes even counselor and philosopher. And along the way, alongside my research, 
I also taught several undergraduate, master's, and PhD level courses, and many of those I designed completely or co-designed, and that got me very fascinated with aspects of curricular design and the intricacies of instruction. And so at some point in my life, I figured I wanted to transition into teaching full-time because I just you know, loved interacting with my students and just the day-to-day impact I was having. And so here I am. That is fascinating. Thank you so much for sharing that background. What I know about you is not only are you new to school, to your current school this year, you've had a brand new year. You're not new to teaching, but you are new to high schoolers. And you shared with me that you have never taught this age group before. I want to ask you, what have been some of the big challenges adjusting to that age group? (laughs) Yeah, I think part of it was my very unique situation because I was hired about eight days before the school year began. And I was just... And I was just moving to the city the day I received my offer, literally moving in. So before I even knew it, I was helming these classes as the sole pilot flying a plane that I was still building from scratch with zero runway time. So this year, as you can imagine, has been just so intense trying to keep up with preparing content, assignments, grading. And it's just an insane amount of prep work just keeping my trying to keep my head above water so to speak so i felt like i was never really in control of everything on my plate and that was extremely challenging and stressful and then secondly the the second challenge for me personally came from the fact that my entire school level education was from outside the united states so previously i had only stepped into a high school classroom in the us as a parent, and that too only in public schools. And now I teach at a private school. So I had like so much to learn, you know, about the systems, the expectations, the culture, the norms, the vernacular, and all this learning on the go at a high speed and intensity. So this has been, you know, really challenging. And I couldn't, honestly, I could not have made it to the month of May were it not for the love and warmth I received from my wonderful students and the support of the administration and my colleagues. And I want to ask you about that. You say the warmth and the love of your students and colleagues. What do you think it was? Because I also know you're a mom and you have a family and you have all of those other responsibilities and things you want to do and self-care. Let's not forget about the self-care, but what sustained you? We are speaking at the end of the school year. You are kind of, I know that all of us have half a brain looking towards summer and to next fall, but what did you do or what kind of sort of wisdom could you share? Imagine someone, another Rita is out there just like you. What kept you going? I would say giving myself grace That was very important, telling myself, well, you know, go out there, show up every day, do your very best, put your best foot forward and see how it goes. So, you know, and what really kept me going is really, I guess, what I love about teaching, right? Seeing and hearing how my students think, what they think, their perspectives, and just the opportunity to share my deep, deep love of biology with them 
right, on a day-to-day basis. And I, the other thing that I realized I really love about teaching is that no two days are the same, right? And there's, as educators, we are also constantly experimenting, trying new things, iterating, refining, learning so much every day. And there's so much creativity involved in this role. And it's so fulfilling to see the light bulbs go off when some, you know, when the students have with me grappled with some complex or nuanced issues and suddenly they have seen the light or something's fallen in place and clicked into place. So, you know, all of these things have really, really sustained me. And I realized that that I was also able to play the role of a role model, you know, because our kids really need to see diverse STEM educators. And as a brown-skinned, headscarf-wearing, scientist-educator, I think I represent possibility. And students cannot be what they never see. So there's, you know, I, I felt like I was having an impact just by being me and being my authentic self and just being my best foot and being the biology geek that I know I am inside. And yeah, I think, you know, all of that has kept me going and taken me this far. And of course, there's a lot I would tweak and, you know, improve upon in the years ahead, but that's for the next year. So for now, I'm just trying to be kind to myself and give myself grace. I loved everything you said, and I'm just going to, I would love to just, you know, restate, check in for understanding because we are educators. That's what we do. I love that you said that you give yourself grace on a regular basis, especially as a newbie. I love that you are kind to yourself. I love that you know that just by being an example of, as you said, a headscarfed, brown-skinned woman, Muslim woman of science. I think that's amazing. And you, just by being you, right? I think that's a that's something we can all remember, that just by showing up, just by walking into the classroom, because they're coming, the bell's about to ring, and just by bringing what we have that day, that's so important. So finally, I think I want to just ask you one of my questions I I ask of all my amazing guests, if you could wave a magic wand, you said you're in an independent school. So independent schools have a lot of latitude about what they get to do or, or what kind of professional development they get to bring. What would you do if you could control all of that and wave your magic STEM wand to support teachers, help teachers? What do you think teachers really need what could what could your school do to help them or even to help you i'll just ask you just to help you on a personal level i would like to address that question a little bit more broadly i think i would love to do something or help elevate the status of the teaching profession in this country so that educators can obtain the recognition and remuneration that they truly deserve Right, Because educators have always been helming a very complex job that requires planning, execution, creativity, refinement, constant learning, and so on. And I don't think the respect and remuneration afforded to the to teachers has been commensurate with the intellectual demands that of this profession. And just that, you know, teaching has remained underrated, I feel, and 
even though educators are shaping the minds that are going to lead our nation into the future, this is such important work and it's got to be the most valued work. And I think, I think that's something I would, if I could wave a wand and just do something for educators across the country, that would be it. And I think, you know, what we, what administrators or policymakers can take into consideration to make the job easier for educators would be to provide them with more protected in-school time, like for breaks, for planning, and to give supports to teachers wherein they make teachers' well-being a key priority, right? And basically to give teachers voice and listen to their thoughts and concerns. These are the people in the trenches and create collaborative and less pressurizing working conditions for them so that they can, you know, and Establish school cultures that show trust in teachers, in their expertise, that give them autonomy and freedom to, do, to create at the highest level and, and to help them belong fully to the institutions that they serve with, with their heart and soul. So I think, you know, by genuinely involving teachers in decision making and providing them with as much professional development resources, you know, that they need to be empowered to succeed, right? And to give them the recognition for what they're already doing. They're already doing a lot. And, you know, to, to protect some time so they can have a break and just um, refill their buckets, I think that would be key. So I love that you've touched on remuneration and time to money and time, two of the most powerful resources. And in a few words, as we just wrap up, what are you most looking forward to this summer? Is it sleep? Yes, definitely. Oh. Just some time to read, you know, beyond content related stuff. Um, I'm also very interested in social justice issues because a lot of my previous research work was related to health disparities in the context. And I miss, you know, there's, I have a huge stack of books that I would love to read over the summer. And I would also like to travel a little bit since we've been so cooped up over the past couple of years, thanks to the pandemic. Yes. Gosh, Rita, I could talk to you all day. Thank you so much for your thoughts about education, about being new, about how to give yourself grace and a big break. And we're about to get a big break this summer. So enjoy it. Thank you so much for being on the podcast today. Thank you, Chrissy. Thank you very much for having me. And that was Padma Shri Rita. And she is an incredible woman of science in conversation on Teacher Talk with Chrissy Nichols. Hope you enjoyed today's conversation, and we'll see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to today's episode, teacher friends. If this podcast speaks to you, please share it. Share Teacher Talk with one teacher or administrator or educator in your life. To continue the conversation and have life-changing tools and resources sent directly to your inbox, join my weekly newsletter, Teacher Talk, at www.thechrissyconcept.com. That's the C-H-R-I-S-S-Y-C-O-N-C-E-P-T.com. There, you can also book a consult with me. That's a one-on-one -on -one conversation 
to see if coaching might be just what you're looking for. Sometimes one call is all it takes. Have a great day in and out of the classroom, my friends. We'll see you next time.